When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Ted in the truck has been on hold for over two hours. It is time. Ted, good morning. You're on 98.7. How you doing, Dave? Uh, I just I, I want to tell you, I think tonight's the night. What's going to happen tonight? You think Georgetown's going to beat DePaul? Yes, yes, I do. I, I like the I like the schedule that Georgetown's had of late. They've played a lot of really good teams of the Big East. They're finally getting a break in schedule versus DePaul, who was on the road uh, on Saturday. They're coming into Georgetown and. They have a guy that just scored 37 points in the last game. Primo Spears put up 37, yes. But if they don't win it tonight, Ted, I don't know if and when Georgetown wins a Big East game the rest of the season. All the more reason. And and also the spread is very telling, Dave. It's minus three. Who in their their right mind is looking at that game and not taking the ball? I'm telling you, it's, it's tough to win on the road in college. And I, I like Georgetown tonight. I like your chances. Tough to win on the road in college. If you live within 60 miles of the Verizon Center, you go in for free now. That's that's how pathetic Georgetown <laughs> basketball is. Jay Will's available. Willing. I would, I would love Stop. it. Stop. He's I, never coached before. Stop it, please. I, never coached before. Patrick Ewing can't win a game. Yeah, but he coached. <laughs> and it, clearly, it's playing out well. He was grinding. Well. It's it's playing years out be- of be- grinding. Grinding. You Head. wonder why you want. Listen, I love Patrick Ewing, the player. No, you don't. You, you don't. How no. dare, how dare I mean, you? You're saying Patrick nasty Ewing now. made the program, and now Patrick Ewing is single handedly trying to kill the program. Well, if he if he made it, he can destroy it. It's his choice. So so he built it up, so they went and now he can bring it down. So they went ten and nine. No, they haven't won in the biggest in 29 straight have, games. Have you used your mug yet? Have you used your Georgetown mug? It's in my locker. Your T-shirt. If, if I ever, if, it's in my locker. If I ever get offered a Bustello, I'll just break out the mug and have some. But I'm never offered that tasty treat. Oh, and you never take anything home that you. <laughs> and you given. never will be. But he never gets it. But he doesn't take anything home ever. Right. All you got to do is walk it from the studio to your car. If you know what, it is feels it, like it's a, um, like it's a big thing to do. But you could carry RJ in. No, I, I don't, you don't want me involved. Well, if you're saving people, I mean, well, you have I to mean, carry somebody. I, I, but this is a hypothetical thought of who would I carry. <laughs> it's a mug. The last person you would want to have save you from a life, you. You know, right. life-changing issue is me. I think that's safe to say. Let's go to Alvin and Elizabeth. Alvin, you're on 98.7. Hey, guys, I love the show. Um, first thing I'm going to say is this show is so satisfying. Uh, I mean, oh, it's nice. It's so satisfying that um, I don't even li- need to listen to another show around three o'clock. You know, I don't even need to like 
go that way anymore. You know, I just I know you guys are the same company and everything, but I'm just completely satisfied with the show. So why even bother? You know. Well, but that's not nice, and that's a that's an entertaining show at three o'clock. <laughs> it makes me happy that you, you got, said that. You got Michael K. You got Don Lagreca. You got Peter Bailey. <laughs> why are you it's lying? A, on, a, why are you nice lying show. on me for though? It's, that's not yeah, that's not yeah. cool. I guess. Hey guys, so I got a I got, I'm, I'm a Jets fan, and I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Who's better? Who's a better quarterback, Derek Carr or Dak Prescott? Um, I don't think there's a wrong answer. I would take that. I would take that. Why would you take that? Because I don't think this. I think this is this season's going to be an anomaly. So you think turn the Dak bounces over. back next year? I think he does. I right. do. Listen, I don't, I don't think it's a wrong answer. I like everything about Dak. This was just not a good season for him. I think. I think. Now, correct me if you think I'm wrong. I feel like Dak has lost athleticism. I I don't think he's the same guy, but again, I mean, his remember what happened with his leg, man. Thing was facing the. I mean, the fact that but he that's can two, that's two years ago. I, now. I get it, but that's. I mean, that's a career altering injury, and it, and it looks like he's not as athletic. Well, I, yeah, listen, or his or he's a good quarterback, or he's hesitant to to move around as much as he used to. The guy's an athletic guy, man. Very I mean, much so. But for him to just sit back there and throw the ball, I mean. Well, that, that's all he's going to be now. And now he's I mean, making he's, mistakes. He's got a little athleticism left. No, but he, he, used to he, be, he used to be... Especially in the red zone. That's you got to keep, keep him in the pocket. Well, but that's what made him such a threat in the red zone, was his ability to do that. I don't know if it's Kellen Moore calling the plays. I don't know what it is. But this year was just, if it was the injury, just this year was not... He wasn't seeing the field right, whatever was, it was. He was not good. Now, you want to say he doesn't have a number two receiver, and they have good tight ends, very good tight ends. They have a, a real number one receiver. They have a good running game. I don't know. Yeah, but it's not even that, though. Like, I mean, I, I agree with all that. Like, there was no reason. I, I know it was financial, and they were mad with Amari Cooper, but still. I mean, that's when you watch Amari Cooper play for Cleveland, he still got it. Like, that would have been traded, a nice. And they traded him for nothing. Fifth-round pick. That would have been a nice one-two with him and CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, and I actually thought Cooper was on the verge of being done, but he was good in Cleveland He was this great year. in Cleveland. Yeah. But I just, there's some of the things that, like, even those those two picks that he threw, those just, those aren't. That's not because I don't have a, a legitimate number two no, wide those receiver. Are all, those are awful throws. Bad decisions. Awful throws. And that should have been a pick six at the end of right. the game. All right. Listen, they got, I mean, the Cowboys had plenty of opportunities. The, the fact that they only kicked a field goal after they after the fumble on the punt. They you, put gotta, up, you score 12 points, you don't deserve to win. Right. It's really, like We could sit here and, and, and analyze it till we're blue in the face. You score 12 points, you're, you're going to win how many games in the NFL? Not many. I don't care. I mean, five, 5%? No. Yeah. Maybe. Barely. I mean, that's not a lot of points. No. And they're def- Listen, what, what, Micah says what everyone has said is accurate. The Cowboys' defense was excellent on Sunday. Excellent. Right. And, and the, thought, op- and the offense the end- let them down. Yeah, and I think they start to wear down a little bit, too. They did. They start to run the ball on them a little bit better. Let's go to Shooter in Stanford. Hi, Shooter. Morning, boys. Morning, company. How are you? What's going on? Here, Josh. Here, Josh. Where, where are you? Um, why, why is there like a little a little child yelling in the background? I'm, I'm home today. I'm sick. I'm oh, home no. Sick today. Are you all right, yeah, Shooter? Yeah, I'm okay, though. I'm okay, guys. I'm going to live. I'm okay, going to live. Good. Um, something else happened funny again. Uh, installation guy comes over, checks my email to confirm coming over, comes over, goes, are you a shooter from Stanford? Because my email has a shooter in it. He's like, I'm like, that's me. Does that mean I get a discount? Does that mean you're going to put more insulation in for me? He said, no. It's going to charge you more. You're famous. Uh, you guys are the best. This is this show is amazing. I'm enjoying it. You guys make my days amazing, and uh, everyone here, the company, everyone's so happy. And uh, well, that's what we do. You guys, we are an uplifting, positive show. It's just great. So keep it up. Uh, and my 
My sports question is, what team makes the biggest splash at quarterback? The Seahawks? No. The the Rams, because Stafford's clearly Stafford's injured. Stafford's going to come, come back. Stafford's coming back, yeah. Uh, okay. Or now the Cowboys. No. And I, don't, the I, don't think any, I don't think any Which of those one? teams make a uh, make a huge splash. No, Stafford's going to come back. Dak's going to be back, and it feels like... I think Geno's going to be back there, too. I mean, yeah, depending on how they, you know, financially, what, what works for both I sides. I guess the but... question for me would be Jets, Raiders... Tennessee? Yeah. They have to be thinking about it. Patriots? Carolina's got to be thinking... I don't know, Patriots. Carolina's Mac Jones? Carolina could be thinking about it. Yeah. What's, cer- New, cer- what's, certainly what's Jet- New Orleans going to do? Certainly Jets, certainly Raiders. Right. What are the Colts going to do? What's New Orleans going to do? Right. I mean, there are a lot of teams looking for quarterbacks. You know what's right amazing? They, they, you never used to have quarterbacks leave their teams. And now it's like musical chairs at the end of the season with the quarterbacks. So much money. I mean, look at who we're talking about. Matt Ryan. We assume Daniel Jones is going to stay, but we, we're not definitively sure about that, right? Aaron Rodgers, we don't know. Tom Brady, we don't know. Derek Carr, we don't know. Ryan Tannehill, we don't know. I mean, these are really good well, quarterbacks. Well, look at how many teams, though. I mean, look at how many teams are looking for quarterbacks. Jets looking for a quarterback. Right. Washington looking for a quarterback. It looks like Lamar's going to get. They're going to figure that out in Baltimore. Pittsburgh looks like they have their quarterback. Cleveland has Deshaun Watson. Chicago are they happy with Justin Fields? They're going to try to trade him and draft a quarterback. Detroit's pretty good. Green Bay, if they trade Aaron Rodgers, is going to be in Jordan. Uh, it's going to be Jordan Love. Houston needs a quarterback. Indy needs a quarterback. Tennessee could could look for a new but don't quarterback. You get the, the, the thought that Hugh, like a team like Houston or 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 somebody like that will, is going to draft the quarterback. Yeah, but I mean, again, Houston won a game they didn't have to win, and now they have the second pick. Right. So it was that. I hope they have to move up to, to the number one pick. That would be Bryce so Young. foolish. It'd be awesome. And that's just so dumb. Especially if you knew you were going to fire him. You knew you were going to fire him, and you well, knew you, you, know you need a quarterback, and you know the quarterback okay. that you like is going to be Bryce so, Young. It, the guy knows he's going to get fired. Is he going to lay down for you? No. He's going to try to stick it to you. Yeah, but, I mean, it's so, so dumb. So why let him coach? It's so dumb. Makes no sense at all. No, absolutely ridiculous. Um, You know it's coming to PNC Bank Art Center? Guy's a big... Eric college, Church. Eric, he's a big college basketball <laughs> fan. Big. Eric Church coming to PNC Bank Art Center on Friday, August 25th. That's right before the football season starts. It's a while It's a while away. Yeah, it really is. Uh, 9870 ESPN has your chance to score tickets all week with this show and the Michael K Show, all from Live Nation. Tickets on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. So 1-800-919-3776. We, Knicks with a... This is a big game for the Knicks tonight. Now, Donovan Mitchell has been out with a groin injury, but it sounds like there's a pretty good chance he's going to play uh, at the Garden tonight. Knicks have lost, what, four in a row. They need They need to win this game tonight. Well, yeah. I mean, of course they do. I mean, four in a row. They haven't been good at home. You got Cleveland, then you're at Boston, at Brooklyn. So Cleveland's tonight at Boston, and they have not been playing well either. At Boston, at Brooklyn. Tuesday, you're home versus the Lakers. Thursday, you're home versus Miami. So nothing easy. No. Nothing easy. You got to start winning games. Right. You got to get back on track. And I know, listen, I know Mitchell Robinson is a huge loss defensively. You can clearly see that. But Guillaume... Allowing an average of 126 points a game. The, the Hawks could have scored whatever, whatever, like called their own number and scored that many points last week. Uh, 139, pretty good. That's a lot of points. Right. And Toronto scored a lot of points. Like the Knicks defense, and I get it. I like Mitchell Robinson too. He's a very good defensive player. You can't now be non-existent no. defensively if he's not in the lineup. No, absolutely not. It's a big loss. It's a big loss, but you got to figure it out. No one, no one is interested in hearing about that. And nobody wants excuses. Right. 
right? No, in the NFL, we talk about it all the time. We didn't have this guy. We didn't have that guy. Nobody cares. No, nobody cares. Look, Lakers don't have Anthony Davis, right? Nets don't have Kevin Durant. We sit in here making excuses. No, nobody cares who you have and who you don't have. Yeah, you got to come out getting off. I mean, they have to get off to a better start, and they have to find. I mean, they gave up thirty nine points in the fourth quarter to Toronto. And they came to Washington. Might have been the worst game of the season that they Brutal. played the other day. Yep. They never led. Przingis lit them up. Beal was all over them. Kuzma was hitting threes, made a four-point play. It's like, you need to be better, and it's got to start soon. I, I guess the Knicks just, they are kind of what they are. They're going to be this 500-ish middling team, and and we're going to probably have to accept it. I don't want to accept it. Well, I think you're going to have to accept it. I don't want it. to. I want, this team, I want this team to be better. How? Well, I think that, I mean, you need the, your three best players to be your three best players on a consistent basis. And they, for the most part, are your three best players. Yeah. But, I mean, again, like we went into the season saying with the addition of Jalen Brunson, if, you know, Julius Randle played up to his capabilities, which for the most part he has, the X factor was going to be R.J. Barrett. If R.J. Barrett could take that next step, then we... And he yeah. hasn't, right? Well, I mean, he's got and, to and, a slow start. And at times you watch him, you're like, oh, there it is. And then other times you watch him, and you're like, eh, he hasn't taken that step. I watch him and think to myself that you... Should have traded him for Donovan Mitchell. Him yeah. and whatever else you needed. I think that's right. But they didn't. So now we get a chance and we'll see Donovan. But I'm what, sure he wants what, to play the game tonight. What's next, though? Like where, where are you going here? you got a bunch of draft picks. I mean, this would be the year that you'd want to be 17 oh, or whatever. But I don't know what you're looking for, though. That that was always the confusing part about this whole thing. And we had plenty of people, you were included in that, that just they didn't want to give up draft picks. And It I, wasn't the picks as much as it was. Like, I really, and, and I guess... Um, on the verge of being wrong, I thought that R.J. Barrett was going to be really, really good. And to this point, he hasn't turned out to be really, really good. Well, I just think when you look at when, when you look at where the Knicks team is now or where they were when this whole thing came to fruition was we spent this entire time talking about how the Knicks were trying to put themselves in a spot with draft picks and other assets that if somebody like Donovan Mitchell became available, that actually wanted to be a Nick, Correct. that would be the time where they would pounce on it. And they chose, and we don't know the inner workings. So I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to crush them for doing it. Right, but we I mean, don't know what would have happened anyway. Well, right. Like, was Danny H playing them? Like, that whole thing just sounded like it turned into, it, it devolved into a bit of a mess and it didn't happen. But that was, that feels like that would have been the move that kind of gets you to that yep. next level. I, I agree. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I love this guy. I know you don't care for him as much as I do, but I, he is one of my favorite people to walk the planet. <laughs> Who doesn't love the conductor? I love him. Uh, we all love the conductor, and he is, of course, our Giants beat reporter. He's all over the place. He was on television this weekend and radio this weekend. He is the great Jordan Renan. Good morning, Jordan. How Has are you? Has he bounced you? back since his... Uh... Stop it. What? Stop being nasty. Uh, I'm just asking a question. You see, I wouldn't have brought that up. You bring it right up. <laughs> Jordan, I'm sorry in advance for everything I've, nasty I've he's going to do. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. He still has the same lame jokes. But, you know, uh, he's right. He's right. Last time we talked, I mean, me and you, Dave, I, you had to ask me if I had a seizure on the air, and it wasn't a crazy question. So, I was worried you know, for you. Was, I, I had a moment like you did yesterday. I almost I almost drowned right on air. I had Why a, would I, you lock yourself into his fifth-year option? You don't even, you, oh, my God. Are you all right? You carry. You carry. <laughs> I was I was fading quickly, so I know what it's like to kind of lose things on the air, Jordan. It happens. It was a bad moment. We gotta, you know, we gotta rebuild. We gotta, we gotta start from scratch. So here we go. All right, let, let me ask you this. This has been, and I don't even know how this has become an issue. Um, of was this a, a successful season for the Giants? Would you rather not have been in that situation? I think it's so moronic. I think, I mean, obviously, it was tremendously successful. You answered questions like, is Jones going to be the quarterback? Is the coach going to be uh, Dable? How good is he going to be? Shane, all of it. And it was all answered. I love the direction they're heading in. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, I don't know that getting into the playoffs and losing to Philadelphia is what you want it to have happen. Where do you fall on this question? I mean, I saw the Peter tweet and I even commented I was like this is a terrible take and it is I mean this is why we love them you're talking about an organization that Giants fans had to watch the worst team in the NFL over the previous five years tied with the Jets coming into the season right horrible football pretty much for the past decade and you're not going to take a season where you make major strides forward you answer your questions about your coach and your quarterback you'd rather not make the playoffs I mean is that even logical? That that that's so silly. I, I don't even think we should spend another second talking about it, Dave. I mean, I think. Wow. You know, so you think Peter's a hack, silly, pretty much? So, so you lost a lot of respect for Peter. Terrible, that was a terrible. No, that was just a terrible take. That doesn't make any sense. I think he's just. If you're not, and I know Washington's been pretty bad over, but I, I guess they haven't been as bad as the Giants have been over the previous five years. That you would want that kind of success from a, from a season where. You have a first-year coach and a quarterback who everyone thinks is a lame duck. I, I, I just don't see where where you can complain about that. No, because you can't. You can't complain about it. Jordan, did you find that Dave's first question was kind of long? <laughs> Should I even answer that? So you did. That's fine. Your silence speaks volumes. Um, Jordan, no, what happens? No, I'm gonna Jordan, no. I'm going to take. 
I'm going to take Dave's back and then uh, take your little cheap shot. Yeah, but you don't want to. It was you, a long you know question. What, Jordan, why don't you just talk to Rick? It was an essay. Is I'm, what it was. I'm out. That's fine. It was I'm a full out. essay. Look, let me know how it turns out. I'm going to go. <laughs> this egg bite's waiting for me downstairs. I'm going to get him made to order. <laughs> Jordan, um, so yeah, like I, I agree with everything that Dave said in his 15-minute question and, and what you reiterated. Um I think there's some concern from Giants fans because things went so well. You'd want to continue, you know, with with this coaching staff moving forward. So you got Wink with interviews and Kafka with interviews. Uh-huh. Gut feeling: Do both of those guys come back? I do think so. I think uh, Wink only has one opportunity. I, I, you never know what the heck's going on in Indianapolis. Cause, like you hear, like yeah, but if he spends a, a like, lot of time in a bathroom, now wants- he's now he's done. <laughs> Like Jim, Jim says, uh, Jim Ursay, you hear say like he actually wants Jeff Saturday back. Like that's like what I heard a couple of times. like when they were here playing the Giants. And so you really never know what happens there. But this is Mike Kafka, kind of his first go around. He's not exactly the most outgoing personality, so I'm not sure he's gonna, you know, especially in the first try, blow people away and just, uh, you know, grab that job. And uh, it, it might take him a little time, I think. And so. I think we're going to end up with the same group next year and give this uh, one more run. And if they have success next year, you'll probably see one or both of them go. Let me give you a very concise question, very quick question here, Jordan, <laughs> as to not be made fun of by he's my co-host. Head, Dave. Uh, no, he's just, he's a disaster. He's in his own head. Uh, Jordan Renan with us here, ninety-eight seventy ESPN. So uh, break it down for us on both of the the big uh, free agents this coming off season. That is Jones and Barkley, both back, one back, one not here. You tell us. Well, we know Daniel Jones is going to be back. I mean, Joe Shea made that abundantly clear yesterday. You know, we'd like to have Daniel Jones here. And then he actually even slipped at one point and said, we're happy Daniel's going to be here. So he actually said it as if it's already done. So he's either going to get signed or the franchise say, Saquon, I think that one's going to be up in the air. I mean, you heard him talk yesterday. He said that's a good player. Then he talked about positional value, priority positions. Yeah. Uh, you have to worry about the salary cap. Like that sounds like greasing the skids for the possibility that he's not. And uh, but if they do get a Jones deal done early, you know that ten million dollar franchise tag for the running back isn't so bad. They offered him more than that at the uh, during the bye week. Saquon said he doesn't. You know he's not looking to reset the market. The market's sixteen with McCaffrey. I think if they came in at fourteen, they can get a deal done. But I'm not sure the Giants want to go there. So Jordan, is that is that legitimate? They offered him twelve million. During the buy, and he said no a year. Uh, it was in that range, I believe. Uh, it might not have actually been quite that high, but it was it was in that range, I believe. Uh, and uh, you know, if they could get a little higher, I think that you know, especially with the success that the team had this year, Saquon wants to win, and he made that clear. I had a conversation with him about how that's like his top priority. Where he doesn't need to, you know, to break a record or. Uh, and he also knows he's not going to, right? The market the way it is right now in his career with where it's gone. But as long as like he's in a place where he thinks uh, he can win, and I believe he does think that now with the Giants, whereas last year, especially at the end of the year, if you look at how his year went last year and the way he finished the season, I, don't, I think if you asked him and you gave him true serum, he would have wanted out last year. How much money do you envision the Giants having this offseason? Like, there's been some discrepancies of, of they're going to have 58, but then they have to pay Jones and Barkley and restructure Williams. Like, are the Giants going to have plenty of money this offseason to bring in the free agents that they deem necessary? Yeah, $60 million estimated, right? You know, to get rid of, you know, the Kenny Galladay's of the world and 
they have 50 plus million available. That's a lot of money to work with because like, unless they franchise tag Daniel Jones, which is, you know, approximately 32 million. Right. Uh, and then that would count. If you franchise tag, that counts straight against the cap. But if you sign him to a deal, let's say the deal is $36 million a year. Right. But you get to spread that o- the signing bonus out over the length of the deal. It makes the cap number lower. So even if he's making 30 something a year, you can have the cap number, you know, lower than 20, probably even. So that, that's plenty. $60 million is a lot of money to work with under the cap in the NFL. You can make a lot of moves. Uh, they're going to re-sign a bunch of their guys, Julian Love, kind of guys like that, bring a bunch of these guys back. You, they might address the contract with Dexter Lawrence or Andrew Thomas. I think you could see something like that. Uh, known commodities is what Joe Shane mentioned. Like you want to go with known commodities and then their goal and Joe Shane's goal is not going to be go out there and just sign, you know, four or five big free agents. It's going to be add one or two big free agents a year. That's his team building philosophy. So I think that's more the direction you could expect the team to go. Jordan Renan joins us in the show. Jordan, what do you think the main focus is? Once he takes care of that business, Daniel Jones being you know priority number one to give you some more flexibility cap-wise, if if you had your choice, the one or two big free agent signings, Man. which one would it be? Which position? The problem is that wide receiver is pretty bad this year in free agency. Like, I want to say a weapon but on offense, but, like, does Jacoby Meyer, like, really excite you? No. Right? Juju Smith-Schuster? Like, so... I think it's probably going to have to be uh, something on the defensive side, maybe uh, a linebacker, maybe, I mean, they need an inside linebacker in the worst of ways. Uh, maybe some sort of uh, secondary player, you know, a cornerback, I think would be, would be a signing I could see happening. Uh, so, something along those lines, but yeah, they got to find a way to get weapons though. I mean, whether it's through trade, whether it's through the draft, I mean, you could Consider outside at wide receiver. You consider tight end, whatever. They need something. They need significant upgrades at that position. They have to be able to win one-on-one. They couldn't do it this year. Uh, Jordan, I don't know if you knew this. Field Yates is just reporting that the Texans will be interviewing uh, Mike Kafka for a second time for their head coaching opening. Yeah, so that, uh, That's that not good. increases the chances like that, that he's gone. Yeah. It's yeah. not great. It will be interesting to see with the direction the Giants decide to go if that's the case. I could see somebody like quarterbacks coach Shay Tierney. Davis Webb actually told me recently that he thought that Tierney was ready to be a coordinator somewhere. So, uh, but you also would probably have Brian Dable being more involved offensively in year two, especially since he got, you know, the first year under his belt. So, I, I you know, not ideal, but I think something the Giants could overcome because Brian Dable is their head coach and he's done that before. Jordan, what, what were your thoughts on them going for uh, go for it on fourth and eight? I didn't think that was the right. I didn't, yeah, I didn't think that was the right move there. And I'm Mr. Super Uber aggressive usually, but I feel like the more I thought about it, it's like they were intent on they had two plays and they were going to go for it, and they just didn't. And then they got sacked, right? And then and they just didn't re- rethink it there. I thought that was a poor decision, and it made no sense. If you're going to go for fourth and eight there, how the heck do you punt on fourth down, down three scores in the fourth quarter? And Brian Dable actually almost been pretty much as close as he would come to admitting that that was a mistake. So 
Yeah, I mean, did it really matter? No, that, that's, 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 that's no, the it didn't thing. matter. Yeah. You, you can't cry. I mean, because it, it didn't really have any impact. One, one more. And Rick has talked about this for for years, and that's the involvement of the Marantish contingent about you know we want to build around Eli and they, them saying that we want him to stay here. You think they have any say on Saquon Barkley, or you think they finally are saying, you know what, you guys are the football experts. You decide what the best thing to do is. I still think, like, at the end of the day, there is a little something there. Like, if they could give a little push. Like, we have to be realistic. Who's the face of the franchise of the Giants right now? It's Saquon. Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Like, when you're out there and you see people react to him and you see the reaction to Saquon, like, he's the guy. Who's on their marketing materials? It's Saquon Barkley. If the Giants are intent and stuck on a, we're only going to pay you $12 million, and Saquon says, give me $13 million, we can make this happen. I think that in no, that kind of situation, you could see, you know, Mara's be getting involved, Kish saying, you know what, it's probably worth it. Why don't we make this happen and then getting something done? So I do think in that kind of circumstance, they could be involved in that kind of, in that situation. Ugh. All right. Well, Jordan, why don't you give us a, a big choo choo before you go? No, I'm not going to sit Come on, it was so good. It was your best work. Come on. We love well, you. Well, I mean, this, okay, first of all, you're the, con- I thought, you're the conductor. I, you know, I thought I was banned from the show since I hadn't been on your new show yet, by the way. No, that's so your party. Don't blame me. I come on. I come on, and, and what do you want to do? You want to clip me for, you know, to, to use as a, a soundbite throughout your show. I'm the conductor. We already, already have that. We just want a, a refreshed <laughs> version of. Come on, give us a choo choo. Goodbye, guys. Take your, oh, take your victory you know lap. Come on. Goodbye, Jordan. We, we have the biggest babies. <laughs> well, but he's mad at you, not me. Why is he mad at me? You know, because you haven't had him on the new show yet. We've been on for three weeks. What's well, it's fine. He's <laughs> your guy, though. This is the third week. Yeah, but VIP guests, you would imagine, would come on the first couple weeks. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Look at this guy. It's like it's his living room. This is nice. He's got his, his feet up. Your sneaker, his sneakers are right in front of my face. When I do my call with HR this week, I am going to absolutely bring this Thursdays, up. Thursdays. Every Thursday. I think that means you're getting the best Rick, though, right, right now. Because he's he's comfortable in his own element. Yeah, because I can't right. use my headset. I need my headset. I'm not the same without it. I mean, but this is this is a little daunting, the fact that no. like, you, you, I could touch the bottom of your sneaker. Don't you want a comfortable chair in here? Tell me the truth. I would love a comfortable okay. chair. But the I, problem I'll tell is you if what, we have a comfortable chair, though, we can't reach the microphones. I'll tell you what I would never do. I would never put my feet up to the point that, like, 
you could have to see yeah, the bottom not, of my on, sneakers. They're not on the table, though. It's not, it's not the point. Well, but you notice they're not they're, on the they're table. They're almost in my face. They're in the air. Hope you didn't step in anything. He, let me see the other one. No, they look clean. St- clean. Pristine. Pristine. I take care of my stuff. Yeah, you really do. I did. Thank you. You ever stepped in poop, though? Yes. It's a, it's a headache. Oh. Get that out. Well, how about you go in these fields and all like this goose poop? You oh, can't even avoid you, it. You, you can't terrible. claim to have pristine sneakers if you walked a couple city blocks, so you can stop that right now. Okay, time out. What did you he's say? Going, he's going right after you. No, no. You. What did you say about the Jays I wore last week? What did you say about those? Those things went right through the city. Parking garage all the way here. Multiple blocks. What would you say about them? So those they're, are the clean. They, they, they were clean. But, no, but, cleanest but, you've ever seen. But we're talking about the, the upper part of the sneak. We're not talking about the sole. Yeah, but what am I going to do with the sole? I mean, what are we going to do with that? I can't. You, you, you put it, you're, you're kicking them up right in Dave's he just, face. He just wants to fight. He wants to fight you. You, you put you put me in a mood. They would take say? one of those shoes well, and, and shove them What did I do to put you in such you, a mood? You know, you know full well. No, no. What you did. Uh, break it down. Ryan for you. Hurley. Our boss just came in and said was on the he was on the train right and he wanted to karate chop you in the neck. I don't know I don't know why. You make people hate you. It's, it's good a good, for the it's show a good thing, right? Yeah, I love. Yeah, you, nobody but... wants to just be you know right down the middle. No, you, you inspire the throat punch like like uh, infamous host that you. I think that's probably the yesterday. one place you could punch him. He wouldn't even feel it in the throat. The throat? No, my Adam's apple is very you sensitive. Can't even see it. What do you mean? It's right there. No, I it's can't well see it. it's well padded. Is what you're saying? Yes. You know, what? I don't need this. I don't need. Give it. me a best turkey gobble. I, I think that's that. the one animal we're missing. Today. I don't think I'd have to work on give that. Give me a turkey. Off, off air. I don't. I'm not. I'm not prepared to give you a turkey gobble. Let me. Let me work on that. I'll get back to Imagine you. Imagine Sherry. What are you doing, Dave? Oh, I'm just. I'm working on my gobble. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the turkey. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, but we don't have the. The people don't get to see the faces when he does it. That's the crime. <laughs> well, listen. This is something that you guys have to. He correct. shook you, his you, whole face. His whole face get, shook. Well, you know, because I get, get right sim- into character. I'm you, like De Niro. You need to get the simulcast going so that the people can see this glory. <laughs> like Pacino. I, I'm, a, I'm a method actor. That's what I do. I get right into role. Oh, like Hoffman. You, you almost fell out of the chair. No, I, I didn't almost fall out. Oh, of the Rick, chair. Rick almost oh, fell out of the I chair. I gotta get. I gotta read. Uh, Eric Church is coming to PNC Bank Art Center on Friday, August the 25th, right around the corner. Be caller number... Well, let's go call number three. Number three right now, 888-987-ESPN. You'll score a pair of tickets uh, brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com for full contest rules. Go to ESPNNewYork.com. Uh, we can continue this conversation into the 9 o'clock hour, but did you hear what Brian Cashman said yesterday? I did. I he, walked into the control room today and both, uh, both Yankees fans, and they were not... I can't imagine they were very happy. It looks like, unless something happens strange in spring training, Aaron Hicks will be your opening day left fielder for as long as he stays healthy, I guess that would mean this year. Yeah, but I mean, can you really, honestly, if your team is, you have to imagine, like Yankees, they're fed up. They've had enough. I understand why they would. Me too. And you just watched Houston sweep you and then win a World Series. And now Judge is back, which is great. Rizzo back, great. You bring in Rodon, great. But still, like, I mean, Yankees fans, we've taken so many calls about Aaron Hicks. The last thing they want to hear is that Aaron Hicks is their everyday left fielder. Well, do you think it's just that Cashman is like, that's the guy that I bought all in on, and I won't admit that I was wrong with Aaron Hicks? Well, no, I think part of it is I think that they've tried to get Brian Reynolds, and the price is too steep right now. Yeah, they're going to have to mortgage a lot. And right. you, you know the Yankees, they don't want to give up their youth. They don't want to give up that farm system. They won't do it. So maybe they wait. So they're going with Hicks or Cabrera, like the right. whatever it but ends why, up being. why Hicks? Like, wouldn't, wouldn't you, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm not a Yankees fan, wouldn't you, if you were a Yankees fan, much prefer to see Cabrera than Hicks in left field every I would. day? 
I would. I love. Listen, I think. Like, give me, give me the kid. Yeah, well, he's. I mean, he's a part of your future. I know uh, what Aaron, Aaron Hicks, Hicks is. is. Not. I know exactly what Aaron Hicks is. Aaron Hicks is a. He's a. He's just a guy. Well, but for a couple different reasons, though. I mean, with Cabrera, right? Like, it's either he he emerges as one of your one of your guys moving forward, one, one of your staples moving or, forward. Yeah, or some of these teams watch him play and go, "I could use him." And yes. now you have another and now piece you trade, right? But the Yankees have a lot of trade bait. The question is, at what point are they going to actually deem, you know what, let's let's make a deal and trade some of these guys for... I think they'd be willing to do it for Reynolds. I just don't think, I just think it's too steep right now for them. What are the, What do you hear? Maybe that, they wait till the deadline. What do you hear that... Uh, what are their top, top? They want the... the, the Volpe, Peraza, Dominguez, those, those kind yeah. of guys? Really? Mm-hmm. One of them? I think two of them. Two of them. Reynolds is a good player, though. Great player. But there'll be opportunity at the deadline too, maybe. That's the thing. You don't. You don't need. Yankees are going to go to playoffs. Yankees are probably going to win this division, right? I know Toronto's good, but Yankees are a very good team. And Toronto wants all the smoke. They want all of it, which is great. Every piece of it, which is awesome. But you, if you're the Yankees, you know you're going to get in. You don't need to go crazy right now. You have until end of August to make a deal, right? Yeah, I mean, there's no. There doesn't have to be a sense of urgency. I just think that it's a. When they hear Aaron Hicks, it. It has a a visceral response from the fan base. Yeah, they don't like him. They've seen and, and I understand why he's been here for years and he's never really amounted to very much. That's yeah, they've the, seen that's, enough. That's the truth. Yeah, and he's been hurt. They just they've seen enough. They've seen enough, and they are done, and they don't want to hear it. And now here we go. Yeah, but I mean, still listen. I mean, where this team is at, I mean, there there are still a couple different questions. I mean, and the, the other name two years, Josh Donaldson. Like that's one that makes you cringe a little bit too. You get another year him, then they stand by him. And so now you're going to have Donaldson in third, and you're going to have. Uh, uh, Hicks and Hicks left. left. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.